Before we get started, I wanted to give a quick content warning. Um, Obviously, nothing quote-unquote unclean in this episode, no bad language, anything like that. But as we have had to do a couple times in the past, I wanted to just give a heads up at the end of this episode, um, just with the nature of the sort of finale of it, uh, there is some violence, pretty pretty dark stuff, uh, sort of the character, which I mean, you may have gotten a glimpse of something very dark going on in the beginning of the previous episode, where you got, we got a little bit of feedback that the eyeball thing coming out was pretty gross, and it was gross. Uh, Jeremy is... Gross. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I'm teasing a little bit. Uh, but there is something there at the end that might be a little bit too intense for kids, say, under the age of 13. So if you're a parent uh, listening to this or anything like that, and you normally would listen with your kids, you might want to check out the last 15, 20 minutes or so of the episode yourself before you give it to them. So th- we'll leave that in your hands. But we want to just give a heads up here that it gets kind of Uh, dark there in the end. So hopefully that gives you a heads up. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another episode of Make Believe Champions. Uh, We are going to hop right in, but first, a couple of things I need to say. First of all, unfortunately, Liam and Gemma lost their audio file due to a technical hiccup at the very end of our recording. The computer crashed Things were not uh, saved in the crash, and so we had to use our backup. And what you'll hear from that is some echoing, maybe a little bit of a drop in quality on their mic. Uh, But everything is fine. We've done what we can to make it sound as good as we can, and hopefully it won't be any sort of a distraction to you. So thank you for your patience on this matter. Second of all, if you are a make-believe Heroes or above tier supporter. So that is the $10 tier on Patreon. Then you have access to the MBH Plays episodes, which is where you're hearing this, uh, probably. You may be hearing this on the main feed, and if you are, well, now you know they had it long before you. Um, We like to release, we try to release, our plan is to release one episode of us playing a different game each month. Unfortunately, that has not been as consistent as we would have liked. So we want to we want to do better this year. So what we have done to kind of counter that is we've released two of these champions episodes in the month of February to be for January and February. And then starting in March, we will be releasing a new series. We are going to be playing a campaign. It's actually a a written pre-generated campaign from the One Ring RPG. Uh, I supported the One Ring RPG Kickstarter, and with it got all kinds of cool stuff, including a starter set, which came with a story, pre-written and such. And so what we're going to do, just to make things easier on us, and also because we love Lord of the Rings, and we know that many of you, if not most of you, also love Lord of the Rings, myself, Alan, Jeremy, Jeffrey, and Felicia are going to embark on a journey in Middle-Earth. I will be playing as the Lore Master, which is the Game Master of said game. And those episodes will begin releasing in March. So please be looking forward to that, as we are certainly looking forward to playing. We've already started, and we are looking forward to playing more and more and to keep that story coming to you throughout the rest of this year. So hopefully that is exciting for all of you all. It's very exciting for us. And thanks again for your patience. Now that's enough from me. Let's get to the second half of this Make Believe Champions session, The Hunt for the Black Star Diamond. And let me just tell you, you are not ready for what is about to come. This is 
a podcast where we die in a hole. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> <laughs> it was a podcast. That's one of the best intros I've ever heard. Shortest episode ever. That was fantastic. Where we die in a hole. <laughs> where we die in a hole. I love dying in holes. <laughs> Hey guys, this is a podcast hey. where I'm the DM and Hello. Paul's a player. Is it? Hey, hey this is a Make Believe Champions episode. Champion. I'm really enjoying hosting these lovely adventurers. Let's go for that TPK. What do you say? Um, Chaz. Let's I do don't it. want to. <laughs> TPK, more like TP nay. <laughs> uh, uh, let's uh, not. Uh, hashtag <laughs> Fifunzir. Let's try not to let fetch happen, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> Chaz, if you if you don't mind, can you give us a recap of last should, episode? Should we say our names real quick? Yeah, we should. We Take should. it away. Oh yeah, who's playing? Go away. I am your DM, Jeremy. I am Paul, not the DM. I'm the player ha! playing Harris Goldworthy. I'm Jeffrey, and I'm playing a person named Hadrian Goldworthy. Hadrian. I'm Chaz, and I'm playing Bartimaeus Arthur Charles Oliver Nielsen, or Bacon. Hey, bacon. Are you kidding me? Hey. Bacon. Did you not realize that? <laughs> I'm Liam, and I'm playing Liam Fifumzir. What do you mean, did I not realize that? Lettuce. You literally just said 15 names last time. I was supposed to know that that meant bacon? We said BLT. <laughs> yeah, but that was much later. Anyway, oh. sorry, Liam. I didn't mean to... Catch up, Paul. Yeah. Catch up. Yeah. You interrupted me. No one puts ketchup on a BLT. <laughs> Um, I am Liam, and I play Liam Fifunzi for Lettuce. Lettuce. I am Gemma, and I play Tanya Fifunzi for Tomato. (laughs) Or Bob, the tomato. I love it. Ah, yes, my little tomato. Go ahead, Chaz. Give us the... Chaz, give us a recap of last episode. Take it away, Chaz. All right, so last time we met, um, all of our characters met. We were contracted by a very mysterious uh, lady with red hair um, by the name of Desmodea, if I remember correctly. Um, wow. And, and she gouged out her own eye. That was Ugh. that was lovely. Her name is like Desdemona, if Desdemona. I said it. Desdemona. If I said it incorrectly the first time. Probably did. Probably. I'm bad with everything. Anyway, so, yeah, so we met the lady. She grouched out her eye. We went on a job to steal the uh, Black Star Diamond from one Fjör Aqua Darith, who owns the Drowning Room, which is a very swanky establishment in Bright- Brightport. And then we managed... We didn't so much sneak in as we just kind of waltzed our way into the club. And then we started a dance party distraction. Jeffrey used an awesome suggestion spell, made a dance. Mr. Aqua, yeah, 
the Aquaman, Aquaman that we Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, Aquaman. made Aquaman dance, and now we have snuck into the bottom, fought a mimic door, and we jumped through a portal in the earth that we hoped was a portal. And yeah, now we may or may not be in the pit of despair. We'll see what happens. I'm always in the pit of despair. <laughs> <laughs> you hear Tanya whisper to the wind as she falls through the darkness. You have wind rushing through your hair. All of oh. you. It's Uh-oh. very cold. It's very dark. And you feel like you've been falling for a long time. That's not good. It's just an ongoing deafening whistle. You fall until you see a light appear far below you. And it's getting closer. And it's getting closer faster. What does it look like? And it's getting closer much faster. Uh, oh, crap. And it's a green Uh. light, and when you're about, you know... It's the ghost light. 30 feet from slamming into the ground, you feel that your body gets lighter and your fall slows. When you're about a, a foot from touching, you've come to a complete stop and you feel the spell Feather Fall, which none of you t- had, I'm sure, slowly let you touch the ground. Hmm. Around hmm. you, you have a waterfall in every direction except for one, and through that water... You can see unnumbered ships completely destroyed, mast and hulls, and, I mean, you can see through the water the ocean floor covered in destroyed ships. One section wow. ahead of you awesome. has a light green glow. It's like an outline of an arch. The ground below you is a... Very clean, almost cobblestone floor. That was interesting. Yeah, I thought we were dead for a minute there. <sighs> me too. Uh, everybody roll me a d20. Yep, just a flat. Uh, an anybody get below a 10? I got a 3. Anybody else? 14. Natural 1. Oof. Oh. Um, yeah, so... That would start. That's a horrible way to start. So, Jeffrey, you hear the the sobs of Harris as he's like beyond freaked out, and and uh, Jeffrey, you might have you might have tinkled a little bit out of fear, but Harris Harris is still kind of not come together with the fact that he's safe on the ground right now. Uh, Harris, Harris, Harris. Uh, I- I'm falling, 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 <laughs> falling, falling, falling. Harris. You're not falling. You're not I'm falling. falling. Here. Harris, have a chicken nugget. You're not you when you're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Not yourself, Snickers owes him, like, so much money right now. <laughs> Obviously. I'm just freaking out. I'm like down on my hands and knees trying to throw up. Um, Harris, breathe. You need relax. to calm down. You smell a chicken nugget. I smell a chicken nugget. Yep, you're starting to calm down. You're you're all right. Here, here okay. Harris, have some espresso. Uh, Praise for volume, uh, and I gosh. give you. Yeah, <laughs> I let you take a sip from my mug. Which 
Ah, yes, the most beautiful combination of smells. And espresso. When you sip, when you take that swallow of espresso, you realize that somehow this guy has had multiple shots of espresso out of the same cup with no machine. I was wondering that. I was literally about to ask. (laughs) Is Is it still hot? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is delicious. Perfect temperature. Goodness gracious. How much of this... What's, What's going, going on with this? this? What's, What's going, going on with this espresso? espresso? Is well, <laughs> before you ask too many more questions, oh, it's just uh, it's a little prize I got out of an elf in Finthaven. I see. It's well, a miniature mug of endless espresso. Wow. It's a kingly reward. Yeah, that dark bolt didn't know how to gamble. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know, things you get up to in the dorms. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's how I got that's also how I got my cape Farting cape? Of fart billowing. <laughs> <laughs> Farts billowing. Some jittery red haired elf was gambling, gambling away in the dorms. Worthless magical <laughs> items. <Yeah. laughs> Okay. All right. Amazing. Jeffrey. Yes. For your dance party idea, you have inspiration. Oh, yeah. Yes. Bart, you gave espresso to someone else and and revealed your magic. You have inspiration. Yes. Boom, baby. Very good. Very good. And um, for uh, Tanya's... uh, high rolls in finding the portal and opening it without checking for traps, you have inspiration. So we'll... Uh, st- yeah. Very nice. What do you do? Green light looks like an arch. Every other direction is sunken ships. Looks like there's only one way forward. I through the green arch. Let's go for the light. Okay. Who's leading the way? I'm not. I'm, I'm not leading the way. I'm hanging back. Yeah, I mean, me and... Harris were the most scared, especially Harris, so... I guess I'll lead the way. Yeah, the, I'd, I'd kind of walk in the middle um, between... Yeah, bet- yeah, I'd walk in the middle just to make sh- keep an eye on everyone, make sure everybody's okay. Okay. I, like, hold okay. my longbow at the ready uh, as I'm walking forward. You step through the light. And it's kind of unnerving because you're like, I'm going to get soaked. The water's falling. Like, what is going to happen? And your foot comes through the other side and you feel it catch purchase on something solid. And you step through and you find yourself on a glass staircase that is spiraling down a tube-like shape. And below you, you can see a meadow. (laughs) You make your way downstairs and you come out to a meadow. So besides the hole you just came out of, there is sky everywhere else. There is a path that has clearly been walked upon, and there are flowers everywhere. You're in a beautiful garden. It is daylight, and there's a clear path ahead of you. What is happening? What in the world? I don't think we're in Brightport anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You start walking forward, and every so often there's, you know, fruit trees and benches and... Oh, it's like a beautiful garden that you walk up upon. And there's a... Is that a house up off in the distance? Everybody roll me perception checks. Oh, insert DM rolling a dice here. 
It's an 11. I'm very disappointed in my dice, because that was a 5. I got a 7. I I got a 22. I got a net 1. Oh, oh, boy, oh. no. Oof. Um, you are, man, those flowers are beautiful. You just want to pick them and smell them and, like, look around. And, like, all oh, that tree is so interesting. And you run Rain up to it and check it out. On my head. <laughs> this is just, yeah, you got them chicky nuggies and you're just happy. Now, the rest of you, the people who rolled above a 15, um, one Only of you one notice, of oh, you notice that it, off in the William. distance, you see, like, a pig's rump, like, sticking out of one of the hedges. And there's clear a pig like an animal like you see the rear end of a pig sticking out of a bush and it's like eating stuff over there off the path quite a ways um but otherwise off in the distance you see a house and a beautiful garden what does everybody do uh, i point out the pig and the house uh to everyone <laughs> just like guys uh got a house over there i think that's where we need to go i there's only one way to find out Okay, what, is, what does everybody do? I am following their lead, because I suddenly feel, I don't know, I just don't feel right. I don't really know what, I mean, where in the world are we? This is, this is just, this is odd. It's obviously some sort of magic. Yeah. All right. It has to be. Well, if it let us here, then, I don't know. By payloader, we probably ought to check it out. Okay. We gotta find this black star diamond and get out of here. Get paid. And go on with our lives. Absolutely. Today has been too much of a headache already. So, Tanya. Yeah. Just roll me a flat D20. 11. Okay. So they, they go ahead of you a little bit, and you're you're coming along... You're still really interested in the stuff that you're seeing and finding. And uh, you've picked several flowers. And, man, that bench just looks comfortable. So you're just going to sit down on that bench. Oh, no. Is the bench a mimic? <laughs> does, uh, so does anybody else notice that she sat down? I'm kind of hanging toward the back, so I'll see her sit down. Okay, you see her sit down. She's probably, you know, 30 or 40 yards behind you. Uh, a. Uh, uh, Tanya. Yeah. We're this. We need to go this way. Oh, uh, but this bench—it's—it's <laughs> it's a beautiful bench. I just, it is. You're right. It's gorgeous. But we really—we really need to be going on. Something isn't right about this place. Okay. You go along. You stand up and you start walking towards them, and you just see that little piglet over there. Piggy. <laughs> Did anybody else see the piggy? Like you're you're really interested in the piggy now. Piggy. <laughs> so the gnome, the <laughs> the gnome is <laughs> the gnome is slowly walking towards the piggy off the trail. And it's just a butt sticking out of the weeds. Yeah. <laughs> Tanya, Tanya, don't. Is the pig a mimic? <laughs> Tanya, what are you doing, lass? It's a piggy! Leave the pig for later. We can see pigs when we get back to the solid ground. Yeah, piggy! I walk over to Tanya and start uh, dragging her along. <laughs> roll disputing rolls. <laughs> you both roll a d20 and tell me whose is higher. Gemma, please roll low. No! No! I rolled a 10. I got a 
16. Oh, no. <laughs> oh dear. She uh, pulls her hand free and tells you that she wants to go pet the piggy and starts walking towards the piggy. Oh, no. It's actually a chimera. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, part flower, part road, part pig butt. <laughs> oh, praise Prevalian. Um, Here we go again. As he drinks his espresso. Bartimaeus, you need to yep. You need to get your friend, snap her out of it. What's going yeah. on, dude? I have no clue what's going on, but Liam, I yell ahead to him. I give you permission to do what you need to do to get her over here. Uh, well, as a as a help action, <laughs> <laughs> you know my master of tactics <laughs> feature. <laughs> By any means necessary. Yeah, work together. I kind of just try to pull her away again. Because I don't want to hurt her, obviously. Okay, well, she's really close to the piggy, so you go running up to her? Yeah. Okay, well, she's getting real close to the pig, and you can see its little legs, its little hooves kicking there, and she's reaching down to it, and you go to grab her, and just before you get to her, that piggy pushes backwards like it's going to pull itself back out of the weeds, except for there's only half of a pig there. Because right about where its hips are, there's a row of teeth and two big green eyes. And it turns towards you, and in a weird... It has, like, the whole s- a circle of a mouth. It's more mouth than it is anything, and a pair of legs and a pig's butt. And it gives a, the wildest, weirdest little... <laughs> tiny little shriek sound you've ever heard. And uh, But then, the problem is not that one. The problem is the 20 or 30 or 40 other little... <laughs> Oh my gosh. Sounds that you hear coming from all over the garden and little tiny hoofs start running. Run. And I'll take off running. (sighs) Tanya, you still are kind of thinking about petting the piggy, but you're more frozen because it's not a piggy. (laughs) Really? This this is a skills challenge. Oh my Roll initiative. Crap. Okay, alright, we're initiatizing. She's always so afraid of this happening. Yes! I'm rolling rolling poor and mediocre. I got a 7. I got a 24. Yep, give me initiative, Paul. That's a 10. 11. 19. Uh, 24. Alright, this is the situation. There are piggies everywhere. They are coming for you. You have to rescue Tanya from wanting to pet the piggies and make it to the house without them, you know, devouring you. So I have a certain number of successes and failures. Uh, My house rules are pretty simple. Don't use the same skill twice. Don't use the same skill as the person who just went before you. So you can use it twice as long as you skip it. So if, uh, you know, you want to do something stealthy the first time, the next time it's your turn, uh, don't do something stealthy, but the third time you can use stealth again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, and if the person right in front of you use stealth, don't use stealth yourself. So that just try to keep it mixed up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And this is your chance to make up stuff as you go, and you know, even if you want to describe things that's going on around you. So who's first? All right, Liam. You're the closest one to Tanya, and uh, the flapping jaws of that half pig monster is, you know, feet away. What do you do? That's disturbing. Okay, so uh, how far away am I from the rest of the group? Mm, they're probably 60, 70 feet away. 
they're on the main path. Okay, uh, can I cast Pass Without a Trace um, on me and Tanya uh, so that we get, like, you know, a plus 10 to stealth checks from then on? Um, sure. Yeah, that's Arcana. Roll Arcana. That's a five. That is a failure. You uh, you go to cast, and it's like the creature realizes you're trying to use magic, and it lurches at you, and like a couple of those things just tear a hump off your leg. Mm. That's not good. Nope. Next. Oh boy. Oh, this is great. Okay. Uh, so I see Tanya and Liam in danger with like the sound of a like an angry dog almost I like growl out and dash yeah dash towards them and I want to I want to kick that first pig like just out of, out of the way kick that pig okay it's kick a the pig yeah it's a pig. roll it you did so well and now you betray me oh, too. No. <laughs> oh, no. What'd you get? I rolled a two, so the total that's five. You run to kick a pig and stick your foot right in its mouth. <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> yeah, um, Wow. It's a nice little bite right there. We'll worry about damage depending on how this goes. You guys got two failures off the get-go. Just saying. Fantastic. <laughs> Crap. Next. This die is now going into dice jail. It's you, Hadrian. Well, uh, I guess I'm going to cast a spell. That's what I do. I cast spells. Cast a spell. And I'm going to use sleep. Okay. At third level. Okay. You can roll that. So what you're wanting to do is use sleep and see if it affects these creatures, right? Yes. And how many it affects. Yeah. 45. So all the piggies in your sight instantly fall asleep. Including the one that is biting Liam and Bart. Very good. Very good, 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 good. Gentlemen who took the bites, you both take four damage for those bites. <sighs> and I'm going to call that a success. Next. Tanya. The piggy in front of you bit your brother, which jerked you out of, you know, wanting to pet them, and it instantly fell asleep shortly after. I so go to sleep, little piggies. <laughs> Guess I should try to, like, run back on the main path. Get to the cabin house. Yeah, get to the house. It's a nice house. It's not a cabin. It's stone. Get to the house. So would that be, like, acrobatics? Yeah, let's do acrobatics to, like, jump back through the, the foliage back to the path. That's an 11. That's a failure. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is not going to be good. Our dice hate us. So things are bad right now, okay? Things aren't she's, good. You can tell she's fighting hard, hard to get through and just getting caught up in all sorts of briars and junk. I'm gonna use stealth. I want to try and, you know, I want to like move through these flowers and weeds and stuff in a way that these pigs don't see me. Roll it. Okay, that is a 28. 
That's a success. <laughs> well, that is a two. failure. <laughs> All right, so I'm one with the weeds or whatever. The weeds with him. He's one with the weeds and running towards the house. Uh, okay, uh, so uh, where's Tanya right now? She is trying to get back to the path behind you, um, tangled up a little bit. Uh, I try and help her out of it. Okay, slot of hand. It's good, it's good, it's good. Um, that's a 19. You get her free deftly, and you're both on the path running. Very nice. That's a success. Woo! <gasps> nice. Next. That's good. All right, I am... I'm just going to chase after them as fast as I can with athletics. Didn't you do athletics last time? Wait, you're right. I I don't think there's endurance in 5e anymore. Is it? You can give me a survival. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll go with survival then. Survival works. That's 12. That's a 12 flat. That is a 12 flat because my survival is junk. Mm. That's a failure. Ah! Guys, that's four failures. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You're lagging behind everybody else. You hear piggies getting close. Is Bart with, or is is Hadrian with me? He's close to you. Bartimaeus is slacking behind. Can you help him? I could try. I guess I'll use Arcana. So I'll use minor illusion. It says it could be within like a five foot cube size. That's as big as it can be. Okay. Right in front of the pigs. Okay. That size of a carrot appears. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my goodness gracious. These carrots. Okay. Roll it. Uh, that is not good. Great. Great. Oh, great. No. Great. 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 Oh dear. It's great, it? guys. It's great. It'd be a uh, nine. Oh, nine? No, that's a failure that's right a there. That's a failure. So. That piggy jumps right through that carrot and is still coming for you, bro. Very good. That's What's Tanya doing? That's five failures, guys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what, three successes? Yeah. yeah. It's looking really, really bad. There's piggies really close to all of you now. We need a gold streak of luck here or we're going to be in big trouble. Yeah. It's like the pig apocalypse coming after us. Go for those big skills, people. Ah, and when ah. I say piggies, I mean, you know, flesh lumps with mouths. I guess I could try to do stealth. Um, that's a nat 20. Oh, that's a nat 20. Oh, nat 20. Oh, my goodness. That's Thank God. This is our time. Her- she, she feels one nipping at her heels and, like, in gnome fashion, takes one step into, like, a section of rose bushes and is just, like, gone with the wind. At, you don't know exactly gone sure how weeds. she's doing it, but it's, yeah, she's gone with the weeds. Um, she's, like, jumping through a briar patch like, you know, it's feathers. Mm. That, that's, a, that's an excellent success. Perfect. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I want to fire an arrow back at the one that's right on Bart's heels to try and help him. Take it out. Roll it. Okay, that is a fort. No, 15. That is a success. Ooh, hey. baby. An arrow goes straight down its mouth hole, and that piggy oh. stops dead. Yes. Thank you. That's five 
failures and five successes. You guys are getting very close to the house now. You can see there is a large fountain in the, uh, like, right in front of the door. Mm -hmm. The door itself is rather high. It's wooden. It's like a mahogany. Um, the house is stone. It has large windows. Um, it looks very, very nice. You still have piggies close to you, though. There's a piggy uh, after uh, Jeffrey's character. What? Yes. Adrian. Adrian. Hey, Adrian. Um, there's a pig after him, right? He. Am I able to shoot an arrow um, to try and take it out? Yeah. We'll see why not. Okay. Or wait, did Paul just shoot an arrow? Yeah, yeah. Paul just shot an arrow. So uh, I was like, yeah, I guess I did. Shame on you, Paul. A crossbow. You know what? I'm feeling gracious, Liam. Go ahead and shoot an arrow. <gasps> Thank, you. Hey. Thank you. Hey! I, I bowed down to Jeremy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I see I'm a kind DM. That's a oh. 13. That's a 13? That's a... That's a success. Oh, oh my goodness wow. gracious. Get out the, of here uh, DC, wow. The DC is a 13. Wow. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh I was really concerned right there. Hey, okay. and guys, get this. Get this. You needed six to win or six to fail. Wow. Oh. Was that six oh successes? That would have been six our successes. six success or six failure. Oh my yeah, gosh. That was it. Coming in clutch. The DC right on, on there. Exactly on the DC. Oh my gosh. Wow. Oh, that, was a, that was a real clincher. <laughs> my butt cheeks were clenched, yes. Oh, praise <laughs> for Valiant. Yeah. His, uh, does your, does your, does your <laughs> cloak wave? The cape is wedged in between my butt cheeks. What? Hage, 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 you got a wedgie. Oh, Hage. okay, thank you. You all come crashing through the front door of the house and slam it behind you as you hear a couple of animals start scuffling around at the doorway. Just a couple? Filthy pigs. Just a couple, you know. A okay. couple thousand? A couple hundred, probably. Oh okay, because if it was like an illusion, I wanted, I was thinking of like looking through the door's window to see if we got faked out or That's something. So Bunch of rabid pig butts still out there trying to munch on some people. Yeah, we're just. But if it's now. yeah, if it's obvious, then yeah, <laughs> then never mind. What are we, what's what's going on inside this this house we just ran into? It's bigger on the inside. Of course it is. So you're standing. You open the door and you come. You look inside, and there is a huge. Um, when I say huge, I mean a huge library. Um, columns and columns and rows and rows of books in every direction except for, you know, the doorway you came through. Um, there's still windows there, those long, tall windows you saw outside, but this house is, like, impossibly tall on the inside. There's got to be, like, 20 stories up there. Giant, giant library. Very clean. Couple candles lit. Very quiet. At the far end of the long hall that you're standing in, there is a double staircase that goes up to a large painted glass window. My cape billows. <laughs> Look, you gotta stop. Hadrian, Hadrian, listen. A Tarrasque falls from the ceiling and eats him. <laughs> Hadrian, listen. 
It just happens. Man, listen, okay? listen. This is serious. Like we've we've almost died already, like two or three times. Imagine there's something in here that's blind, and the only way we can find us is through scent. You and Tanya are dead. Because <laughs> Tanya's you understand. the chicken nuggies. You understand? I understand. Don't mess this up. I'll try my best here. We almost got eaten by hundreds of pigs. Look, are you are you trying your best though? I am. This is important. Yeah, that's right. This is very important for both of us. I go up to Tanya and just ask, "Are you okay?" I'll never trust pigs again. <laughs> you shouldn't have trusted him that time. He's right. Well, excuse me. I love little oh. pigs. Never trust a pig that won't look you in the eye. But not anymore. <laughs> All right, everyone. We probably ought to get going. Plot twist. The pigs outside mm. sprout wings and then fly through the wings. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Bartimaeus. We, we need to get going. Oh, praise Pervalian. I need another shot <clears throat> of espresso. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> that was too close for comfort. So we're in an enormous library. Yes, you are. With an enormous staircase. And the enormous staircase is just straight ahead? Yeah, it's on the far end of the room you're in. If I have any inkling, I think that's probably the way we ought to go. After you. All right, I'll lead us on. You enter the library. It's a beautiful library. There's books everywhere. There's books on desk. There's books on shelves. Gorgeous. Smells like a good library. Clean, you know. Whatever your favorite smell from childhood that you're used to smelling, you smell that right now. You just feel very at peace. I'm definitely smelling some kind of ribs. Oh, nice. Yeah. Going back with the pork theme, huh? Oh, yeah. It's disgusting. Totally. <laughs> you are what you eat. Pork hey, Buttermaus really likes meat, just saying. I smell uh, nature. <laughs> nature. Also want to be looking around for any signs of gems. Especially black black star ones. Exactly. Yeah, there's nothing obvious like that anywhere nearby. <laughs> Darn. Dang. That's a bummer. She's in a pedestal in the middle of the room. Ah, yeah, sure, that makes sense. There's a couple, like, suits of armor, like, on the ends of the bookcases. Okay. Just keeping an ear out. Okay, and, uh, everybody roll perception? Four. Ten. Uh, dirty 20. That's an eight for me. I also got a dirty 20. Cool. The two dirty 20s hear the sound of soft music coming from up the stairs. Hmm. Sounds like there's music upstairs. You all hear that? Music. The quietest among us should probably go first. My cape billows. I was going to say, did your cape just billow? Because I'm pretty sure I heard it, it billowing. Did. I literally just told you. I just told it's you. The, it was the music. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Harris, are you volunteering? <laughs> I'm volunteering to go and uh, yes, sure, I'll be happy to. The sooner we can All right. find this thing, the sooner we can get paid and get out of here. Yeah, the sooner that you can get your uh, your brother's gas problems fixed. Yeah, that's um, oh my gosh, not gonna happen. I can't believe this has become a theme <laughs> of this episode. Thank you so much, Jeffrey. You're welcome. He's in the shape of building farts. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak up the steps. I want to sneak up the steps. Roll, roll stealth. stealth. Eighteen plus ten is a twenty-eight. I tell yeah, you what, I don't roll you, good on everything, but I roll good on stealth. You sound like the carpet, man. You're just quiet. You're going up this large staircase. When it gets up against the wall, it cuts back. And if you look back over your shoulder, you see it's going to take you back up towards the ceiling where there is a black metal door and a room that you can enter. Do I hear music? You hear music. Soft music. And the door is closed. The door is closed. Musica. A signal for them to follow me. Everybody else starts heading up the stairs. And uh, as they're following me, I want to go up to the door. I'll, I want to try and creak the door open and, and look inside. Slide a hand. Okay, that's a little worse. It's a 26. Yeah, it doesn't a even creak. Worse. 26. It's only a 26. You open it and see a dimly lit room where there what looks kind of like a fountain. There's a wall, a circular wall. And in the center, there is a pedestal kind of deal. But, it, I mean, it looks like normally there'd be water flowing out of it and it'd be a pool of water and, you know, be like a fountain. Mm. And it's a small, fairly small room. And in the center of that pedestal, there's no water. There's nothing in the wall like you could climb into the bowl of the fountain. Um, there's a tiny music box and it's softly playing music. Okay. So there's, there's not water going into the bowl. Nope, it's just a music box on a pedestal, and there's a there's another black door on the other side of the room. I'll wait for the group. The group gets to the door. Perhaps you should check for traps, Tanya. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Roll it. Um, that's a nine. Can I help her? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, literally, I will just help her roll... Yeah, look you, for traps you, too. You can roll the same thing. Perfect. Investigation is something I'm good at, so that is a total of eighteen. All right. All right. Okay. There are no traps on the doors. You feel like you uh, could go into the room safely. Okay. Let me walk. I will say that clearly there is an air of magic. Yeah. I look at Hadrian. I think this would I think there's something magical about this. Definitely, there's definitely some magic going on in this whole place in general, but especially in this room. So why don't you give it your best shot, the old college effort, and I give him a wink. Do you have detect magic or any of that stuff? Dispel magic? Do you have either of those two? No. Then you can give me you can give me a base arcana check, but you won't get the detail you'd normally get. Okay. It's a thirteen total. Yeah, that's not good enough. It's clearly magic. Yeah, it's magic. You're not sure what kind of magic, but everything's magic what? where you're at right now anyway, so you should be under the water drowning, so. Yeah. Let, let's just go check out, what is this music box? What's going on over there? I'm not sure, but I have a bad feeling about this. Alright, we go over and check it. Look at it. We're looking. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the magic box, or the music box. Alright, everybody goes in. I want to look at the fountain. Does it look a lot like the one that was outside? Almost exactly. Okay. Everybody roll me a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm not I got a natural 20. Hey, Drain got a natural 20. Yeah, oh, I got a four. <laughs> or, well, I... wait, actually, is this against magic? It is. Yes. 
A wisdom saving so yes, against magic. I'm gonna use my inspiration. A nat twenty. I got a dirty twenty. Dang. 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 Boy, man, y'all are killing it. I'm glad because I just failed so hard. Uh huh. So I first I rolled a five, and then I used my inspiration, and I got an eleven. So mm. better than a five. So Harris and Bart both start running and jumping into the fountain to try to grab the box. Everyone else knows, don't touch the box. And the the ones that rolled the natural 20s can have a action to try to stop them. Okay. Well, I rolled a dirty 20. I'll let you do it too. Tanya rolled a dirty 20. I, I rolled a nat 20. Yeah, I rolled a nat 20 as well. Is the box connected to something or is it just sitting on something? It's sitting on a pedestal. Okay. Jeffrey, come on. Wow, who's yeah. smoking? What are you going to do? Me and and Bart are running toward it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I kind of want to, like, run up to Bart and then, like, hold my spear up in a way as to block him. Perfect. Like, grapple him? Sort of, I guess. <laughs> I I'll cast slow on... That's an area spell, isn't it? Yeah. It's up to six creatures of your choice. So you guys need to roll your saves, right? Yeah, wisdom saves. Yeah, that's yeah. a wisdom save, isn't it? Yeah. 14. I did not succeed. Yeah, I did not succeed. I rolled an 8. I got a 5. Okay, so you're both slowed significantly. <laughs> Liam, what do you do? Uh, I kind of just want to push Bart back. Okay, so you jump in and try to stop him. I mean, since they're going so slow, then we could catch up pretty easily to them and, like, pull them back and be like, hey. Okay. I'm going to say that you successfully do it. So I say to to Harris, don't mess with that. Don't mess okay. with that. So y'all stopped us? Remember yes. the last time someone had the inexplicable urge to look at something? Did you use magic on me? Yes, um, I did. Oi, what? Are you doing? <laughs> okay, oh since gosh. they've stopped, then I will uh, cancel that spell now. Why did you cast a spell on me? I had to cast it on you because you were about to grab that music box, which is a big no-no. I don't know if you could sense anything from that, but it's not good, whatever it is, and we don't need to mess with it. Fine. You just know I don't like it when you use magic against me. But anyway, I guess I get it. It had to be done. Okay. Well, what 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 is the deal with this thing? Yeah. Well, apparently we we're not supposed to touch the box, and we probably shouldn't. And you're all standing about one foot away from it now, and it's playing soft music. Let's get away from it. Yeah. 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 Let's get away from here. I want to see what if. Is the other door unlocked, perchance? You go and try it? Yes, I go and try it. It bites your hand. No. Again? <laughs> <laughs> Again? Are you, You're trying to do that stealthily, I'm sure? Yeah, I'll, I'll do it stealthily. Roll me a sleight of hand. Okay, you're going to dice jail, but that's a total of ten. The door creaks loudly as you squeak it open. When you crack it, you know, about a foot... Um, it looks fairly dark in there, but then there's like, you know how at night when there's a storm and you see a flash of lightning through the window, mm-hmm. you see that and you hear the boom of thunder 
Nah. Okay. The door continues to swing open. And inside you see a large room. You come up to the threshold, and ahead of you is a large room with a marble floor. There is a coffin made 100% out of glass on the far side that is being held up by two statues. Behind it is a large, ornate glass window. The room has some furniture in it. It has a couple couches, a bed off to one corner. And up high, there's large, decorative pieces of glass hanging from the ceiling. What do you do? That's not terrifying at all. It's raining and thundering and lightning out the window behind the coffin. You can hear the rain smacking the glass. That's not normal. I want to look at that coffin. Yeah, I want to look at the coffin, too. Inside, you see a woman dressed in red and white, a dress. She's tall. She has red straight hair laying over one of her eyes, and her hair goes down to her hips. And her eyes green. Her eye is open and green, and in her hands is a sparkling black diamond. Crap. Amazing. That eye is open, but it doesn't flinch or glance in your direction at all. Just one eye? Just one eye is all you can see right now. Okay. Does she look dead? No, she doesn't. She looks young and, and live. Is she, is she breathing? She is. And she's inside a closed glass coffin. Am I hearing that right? Yep. Glass coffin, gold metal edges held up by two statues. Is it locked or something? You try it? No. Is there a latch? Yeah, there is a latch. What's it look like? It is a golden V. V. Like a victor. Mm-hmm. The more I look at this, the less I like it. Yeah, the, what I don't like about it is there are, there are just a lot of things I don't like about it, to be honest. There's a but, lot to not like here, indeed. Don't you know. think it's a little weird that in the coffin there is a woman dressed in red and white with red straight hair that goes down to her hips uh, who only has one eye open? Who looks yeah. exactly like our host, yet younger and lively. She, she did, did who say... Who happened to pluck out her own eye for this. She did say that we were just taking something back that belonged to her friend, master, boss, Victor, whoever this Victor is. There's a golden V here. There's a red-headed woman. And that is a black star diamond. Am I right? Or am I right? Definitely. It has to be. It's it not has our, to be. See any other. Look, look it's, it's simple. It's not our job to understand what's going on here. It's our job to get this diamond and take it back. Exactly. So. Our, Tanya, will you make sure we can open it safely? Yep. <laughs> the cake pillows. No. Please. <laughs> You see no tripwires, since no magical sigils. You're pretty sure that you can just open it. The diamond is just in her hands, or what? Yeah, it's like she's holding it, like, cupped, like, above her stomach, I guess. It's like it's laying on her stomach, and she has her hands cupped around it. Okay. I want to carefully open it. 
Can you roll me a stealth check? Would it be stealth or sleight of hand? You can Doesn't really matter. That's fine. It's the same. Uh, it's the same I think score it's, for me. I think it's stealth to open it. It's uh, 15 plus 10, 25. You very quietly unlatch that golden V and slowly raise the coffin lid. Is there anything suspicious about the statues that are holding the coffin up? Everything in the world is suspicious right now. Why the I heck mean, is course. she alive and just laying there while you open the coffin that was over her? She's breathing in a coffin that's closed? Yeah, those statues look real sus. They look like two hulking dudes that are holding this thing here. Like, what is up? Okay. They're not moving to, like, attack us or anything right now, are they? They are not. Okay, good. Good. I'll open the lid. Okay, you open the lid. There's a gorgeous woman with red hair and a green eye open holding a black diamond. I'll look at uh, Bartimaeus. Yeah, I, I look at him back and say, go for it. Me, uh, me. You want me to go? You want me to just want me to grab it, you think? I mean, why not? That's what we're here to do. Take a handkerchief from my pocket. I, I could use Mage Hand to grab it. That's a good idea. Maybe we're just overthinking it. And I just, I go and I grab it. Oh, gosh. He grabs it? Take it out. I take it out of her hands. Uh, oh, boy. You take it out using anything? You just reach in and grab it. I reach in and grab it. Um, you grab it from her hands, and you pull it out, and you look at it real close. And what's your total HP? Oh, boy. No. Total or current? Total. My max is 38. Can I uncanny dodge? Well, it's hard to dodge something that's holding in your hands. Have you ever heard of a sphere of annihilation? No, I'm just kidding. That's not what this is. That's not what this is. So uh, you you hold it for a second, and it's it's like your glove feels slightly warm, and then it goes from feeling slightly warm to you see a piece of your hand fall off and hit the ground. Holy cow. And you experience searing pain that goes all the way down your back, and you're going to lose 19 HP, and she is going to levitate out of that coffin about three feet above it, and that diamond is going to fly back above her, and, like, somebody coming up out of the water, she's going <gasps> to... Victor, you came back. And she's going to levitate in such a way that she turns, so it's like she's floating three feet above her coffin. And she looks around the room with a shocked look on her face. Not Victor. Where's, where's Victor? And she pulls her hair back, and you see that she has a blue eye and a green eye. And she tucks it behind her ear. What's your name? <sighs> no. Um, so... He lifted the curse. Everything's okay now, yeah? What? The war's over? It's, uh... Where, who are you? Meanwhile, I'm just on my knees. <laughs> yeah, you're, like, screaming and vomiting over okay. there. I go over to Bartimaeus, and I cast Cure Wounds at second level. Do it. Okay, uh... Uh, that's going to be, uh, 11 points of healing. Awesome. Nice. Thank you. I draw my sword. Uh, are you, where? Where's Victor? We need that diamond. Uh, no. Where's Dawn? 
I don't know who Dawn is. Nah. Dawn couldn't be here. She sent us. Oh, oh that Dawn. So the, the curse is lifted. <sighs> what curse? She takes the diamond in her hand and looks at it and smiles and I can't... But what, what year is it? How long has it been? And she looks at you and smiles and some of her hair falls off her head. Uh... You don't look so good. What do you mean I don't look so good? Your hair is falling off. No. Victor would never... And she touches her head and like a clump of it just comes off in her hand. Dude, that's sick. Her skin starts, starts turning very white, and then her once shining smile, there's a tooth or two that falls out. And, no, 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 no. And she starts crying, violently crying, and she flies backwards away from the coffin, and I need everybody to make a deck saving throw because the coffin explodes into a hundred oh shards of glass all over the room. Natural 20. Oh, dang. There it was. That is a dirty 20. 15. You gotta be kidding me. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Tell me you got a nat one. I got a nat one. Inspiration. Don't you have inspiration? You have inspiration. You have inspiration. Use it. I have inspiration. Use your inspiration. You gotta get above a nat one. Okay, that's a five plus two. Okay. Okay, that's still a failure, but it's better than a nat one. Yeah. I got an 18. 18. Wow. So all the rest of us, I think, did pretty good. Everybody who got better than a 15 is going to take half damage. So everybody that's that... What about my natural 20? Everybody who rolled above a 15 is going to take half damage, Mm. which is 12 damage, which means Jeffrey takes 24. That's not good. I'm not doing good at all. Me neither. While you're in the shock of that moment, those statues that you were so suspicious of, it's like... The metal that they are made of cracks and falls off to the ground. And there's two, let's call them seven foot tall. They're basically naked except for, you know, like a cloth kind of deal of humanoid looking creatures that have stitch marks at their elbows and knees and their legs and their heads. It's like they've been sewn together as a, you know, like a golem. The golems. Wow. Golems. Golems. Oh, great. One of which is going to pick up Bart off the floor, and the other who's going to charge the two gnomes. Roll initiative. Ah! 14. That's a 19. That's an 18. 17 for me. That's a 7. Okay, what about the lady? Is she in it or not? She is not in initiative. She is, uh up against the glass wall with a thunder and lightning behind it. The painted glass window. A huge one. And she's like at the base of it clutching the diamond to her chest, crying as her hair continues to fall out and she ages rapidly. Oh, that ain't good. That's not good. She's aging rapidly. Yeah. Good times. Good times. So, the first golem, who has Bart in its arms, is going to, like, walk him a couple steps away from the woman who's aging and slam him to the ground. That's a 4 plus 7, so that's an 11 versus your AC, Bart. Yeah, that doesn't hit. Okay. So, after dropping you, it's going to take both of its fleshy arms and try to pound you. 
Ooh, that's better. That's a 7 plus 11 is 18. Uh, yeah, that's gonna hit. Now I can uncanny dodge, surely. You can, yeah. and roll 2d8. Oh, boy. The damage is 2d8 plus 4. Okay. Why am I rolling good damage, <laughs> man? Okay. You're welcome. So it's 2d8 plus 4, you said, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's 8. The second one is going to go right at Tanya. Uh, It's going to step up to Tanya and Liam both right outside of its arms, right? And it's going to try to slam each of you respectively. We'll go Tanya first. And I uncanny dodge. Absolutely. He only rolled a four plus seven. That's only an 11. Does that hit? Nope. Nope. Okay. So he misses and then versus Liam. Oh, that's an 18 plus seven. Uh, that's a miss. Uh, <laughs> can you un- can I use Uncanny Dodge even though I'm a ranger? <laughs> <laughs> Roll 2d8 plus 4. Roll low. That's not low. Oh, nice. No. Uh, that's 12 damage. Beautiful. You take 12 damage. <laughs> I am not looking good at all. Next. It's me. Go for it. I'm... This is. I, I guess right now I'm going to run toward the things that are attacking the thing that's attacking uh, Bart or Bartimaeus. Thank you. And I'm going to try and stab it first in the back. Okay. Okay. It's a 17 plus seven, so that's a 24. I'm assuming that hits, right? That definitely hits. With sneak attack. Yeah. Because he's up there with me. 16 damage with the sword. Okay. Immediately fire off with my hand crossbow into its back as well. Okay. Roll it. 12 plus 7 is a 19. It's definitely a hit. Okay, so that's 10 max damage on that. Nice. It howls in a guttural roar. It did not like that. Next. All right. After being hit, I'm going to stand up, shake it off a little bit. And as I shake, you see me take on a more beast-like appearance. Oh, what? And I like... (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) Growl, and I shift into my half-shifted werewolf. What in the world? And the lightning strikes. Okay, okay. Right. I'm not an actual werewolf. I'm a shifter. Got you. I understand. I but got you. I'm a long tooth shifter, so. Okay. Here nice. we yeah. go. Awesome. I gain some temp HP <laughs> that I desperately Good. need. You needed that. And then I'm going to take my rapier and I'm going to go for this golem. That's 14. Oh, yeah, that's a hit. 10 piercing. 10 piercing? 10 piercing blow a nice hole in this guy. It goes to a knee in front of you, but it is not dead. Did you add your bonus? Oh, no, I did not add my bonus. So that would be a 13. 13 total? There it is. You got. I got you, fam. Still not dead. Ah. And this is the same one I attacked, right? Like, he and I are attacking it. Yes. Tanya, Liam, take this thing out. It's Liam. They are engaged with another one currently. Oh, yeah, that's right. I got slammed to the ground forcefully. Get to your feet, boy. Give them what for. Yeah, I'm just going to go for a couple longbow shots. 
I don't have much else I can do. Okay. Go for it. Okay, that first one. Mm, that's an 11. It's still a hit. Oh. Yes. Their AC is only a 9, guys. Wow. I got negative decks. That's his 6 damage. Then another roll. Well, another attack. <gasps> that is a nat 1. Oh, yes. Did, Did you, you say, say a nat 1? Nat 20. <laughs> nat 1. I heard that hint the T. <laughs> Go for it. This has happened a few times. Double yeah. attack damage, nat bro. Nat 1. I recently listened to that episode where uh, it, it was pronounced as nat 1. And I was yeah. like... <laughs> 2d8 plus 4. Alright, uh, that is 16 damage from that hit, so total is 22 damage from that turn. Boy. Yes. That's noise. You guys are doing better than the freaking skills challenge, that's for sure. (laughs) Oh, that was bad. That was embarrassing. (laughs) That was so terrifying. You almost got ate by piggies. I know. (laughs) It's pretty bad. Alright, it is uh, Hadrian's turn, right? Go, Hadrian, go. I'm almost dead, pretty much. No way, Jonesies. Like, I'm very hurt. Mm-hmm. So you said the woman's kind of, like, against the wall, just aging. Getting old? Yeah, she's very, very, very aged. She looks very bad. Is she, like, freaking out still? She's bawling her eyes out and looks very feeble and helpless. Okay. And I guess I will cast blindness on one of the golems. Not the one on its knee. The other one? Yeah. Okay, what is the save? Uh, constitution 14. He rolled a 5. Hmm. Nice. He goes, So I'll say he's blinded then. He is blinded. Next. Yeah. Let's go, Tanya. You have a golem that's hurt in front of you. So which one did he blind? The one that's attacking them or the one that's attacking us? The one that's attacking them still standing up. It's blind, which means it fails any ability check that requires sight, and attack rolls against it have advantage, and its attacks have disadvantage. Nice. So all attacks against it right now have advantage. So, Jenny, you get advantage on your attack. Yeah, I'm going to try to use my rapier. <laughs> okay, it was the same roll. Um, 19 to hit. That's definitely a hit. Yeah. Um, would I get sneak attack? Yep. Yep, you do. Big money, big money. Get it. Big money. So that would be 18. 18. Yeah. Mm. This one also, when your rapier goes in, it like shudders and shocks and falls to a knee next to its kin. Is it not moving anymore? It's still alive. Is that the end of her turn? That is the end of her turn. So the golem that can see reaches over and puts its hand on the shoulder of the other one. And you hear a low... And uh, you see like a red light showing in their stomachs. And everybody roll me deck saves as they oh explode my gosh. You in kidding front me? of you. Oh my gosh. I got a nat 20. Oh baby! Nat 20. I needed that twenty. Which, he was, which to be fair, Jeffrey was pretty far away from him. He's closest to the the woman, anyway. Yeah, I got a twenty three. I got a seventeen, or no, thirteen. That's an eleven. 
I got a total of 24. Oh, I'm dead. Okay. So, everybody who rolled below a 15 mm-hmm. uh, is going to take 10 damage. Is going to be blown back. Everybody, everybody above it, everybody above that is going to take half. About my net 20. You're going to take none. Okay. Mainly because you were basically over by the woman. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I didn't want to take that. I didn't want to take five, but I will. I am down. Liam hits the dirt hard. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ruh, row. Okay. Hadrian and Harris get blown towards the old woman, and the other three get blown away with uh, Liam going a little bit further as he bounces across the floor. Yikes. Ah. You hear her her sobbing stop, and you hear her in a raspier voice, now, Victor, help me. And from the ceiling falls a huge piece of glass that's going to hit the ground where the two golems exploded and create a huge glass wall between the two and three of you. Mm. Wow. Bart, do you do anything to help Liam? Yeah, I'm like... I run over to him. Liam, Liam, no! Stay with me, stay with me! And I will try to do a medicine check to give him a, a save. Roll it. I will remind you that Liam had another healing potion tucked away in his, in his cloak somewhere. Oh, if you can that's find it. right. Yeah, Because he gave yeah. you one earlier, so you would probably remember that. Yes, you're right. Roll it as an investigation and see if you can find said potion. If you can, then we'll we'll work it that way that he's going to get the healing. Perfect. Yeah, I, that's a 21. Okay, easy. You got it. You crack it open. You start sticking it down his throat. Liam is being resurrected. On the other side of our glass wall, what are you two doing? You all right? I guess so. Not doing too well. What do we do with this woman? Tell us, what, what's going on? What do we do? I mean, what? <laughs> I, I can't what, believe... What's you... the curse? Quit weeping. Tell I, us what I, the curse is. I was supposed to live forever. I was... I keep the diamond, and he breaks the curse. And uh, something happened. What happened? Uh, what? I can take the diamond with me. I can no. come back from the other side. No, you can't. We have to. Ha- we have to take the diamond. <laughs> you can't take it. <laughs> Victor sent us for the diamond. No. And she looks at you like her eyes like get this knowing, deep sadness. No, he didn't. No, not Victor. I love him. Look, I'm sorry, but we have to take the diamond. He's... But if you... The diamond... It's bound... I hold my sword up toward her. No. The diamond. It's... it's, No, I can't just give it to you. It's... It's bound to me, my blood. Are you holding that up? Don't... Why are you threatening this woman? Adrian. I have to die, no. Let me... What do you mean it's bound to you by blood? I... I want to take it with me. If I... If I die with it, it's mine. Please, please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. If I kill you, you'll die with it. No, 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 that's blood. You'll get it. No, please, let me take it with me. Fine. That's fine. I, I, I step forward, I'm holding the sword, I'm walking toward her. 
What are you doing? No, have mercy. What do you mean, what am I doing? We came all this way for this diamond. If we don't get it, <laughs> what about your son? What about my money? Your money? Can't we come up with some other kind of solution? Like what? Look at her. She's gonna. If she dies, the diamond goes with her. We get nothing. Then why are you trying to kill her? I don't. I don't want to kill her. But what else am I supposed to do? Look, just turn around. If that's what you got to do. And I, I, I walk toward her. Stop. She puts her hand on the glass window, and it shatters. You two both give me deck saves. Okay, I got a fourteen. I got an eighteen. Okay, so nothing serious. Like, you get nicks and cuts, but not enough that I'm going to worry about. So that glass falls all around. Some of it even cuts her, and she is, like, leaning out the window. The rain is coming in, and there is broken shards of glass everywhere. I grab I, I grab her. Like, I'm, I'm going quickly toward her. I'm trying to grab her. No, no, please. Have mercy. This is mercy. And I hold the sword up, like, toward her chest. I ru- I'm running towards him. Okay, do you try to stop him? Uh, yeah. Okay. He- I'm going to stab her. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stab I her. I grab his shoulder, his arm. Stop. No, you stop. Hadrian. She doesn't have to die. She does. And I, like, I shoulder him, like, shove him back. And I turn to try and stab her again. She, like, slips out of your grasp. She's laying there on the floor, bawling. I step up and I, I, I point. God, this is awful. I take the sword. I'm, I'm about to. I mean, I'm, I'm holding it in two hands. I'm going to just stab it right down through her chest. Hadrian, you uh, have one chance to stop him, and he is about to impale this woman. I don't have any weapons to like try to harm him to stop him. But what do you do? There. Uh, I grab. Um, I guess I'll. I grab a piece of glass off the floor, and. I'm going to, I guess, try to swing it at Harris to get him to stop. Roll it. That's a 17. Which is way above your AC, right, Paul? It's above it. You feel a sharp, agonizing pain as a piece of glass enters the side of your face, comes down and knocks a couple of your teeth out and opens the side of your jaw. (laughs) From your eye to your chin, he just opened your face. I don't know how much uh, HP you have left, but you roll a D4 and fall to a knee. I'm on the ground. Harris, I... My hands are just like... I stumble back. I didn't mean to... I didn't mean to do... I... I'm like choking. I'm like a, like like like... I'm just down on my knees. Like, my hands like cupped under my face. I come up closer. I try to... You know, I'm leaning down like... Are you okay? What's... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. And I lean over and try to pick him up. When you lean over, I I reach up and I pull the glass out of my face. And uh, I'll let you, like, reach down. I I turn and meet you in the eyes. And then I put my left hand on your chest. And I shoot a crossbow bolt into your chest. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Roll it. Oh my gosh. It's a, it's a natural 20. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Are you serious? How much HP did you have left? Three. <laughs> you drop. 
roll a d20 for me as you fall. You fall out the window. What? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding right now? He's dead. We're still stuck behind behind the other side of glass, right? Yep. Oh. Is the woman still sitting there? She's laying there bawling, holding a black diamond. I walk over, I take my sword, and I immediately stick it right through her back. I just stick the sword through her back. She was on the cusp of death. When she dies, the gem stops glowing, hits the ground, and rolls a little bit. I walk over with a handkerchief, and I lean down, and I pick up the stone. It doesn't hurt. I drop it into my pocket wrapped in the handkerchief. It's your stone. I turn toward the other three on the other side of the glass. Literally, my cheek is like open from my left eye to the corner of my mouth. And I say, let's go. And that's where we're in the session. (laughs) (laughs) You okay, Chaz? Uh, I am dead. I specifically said that the scar was from the corner of your eye to the lip. I was uh-huh. just like, oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just witnessed the birth of a of a supervillain. Hey guys, this has been Make Believe Champions. We've had an excellent time playing tonight. Thank you so much for letting me be the DM, Paul. Wowzers. You saw some some tickets of House Nightingale, and hopefully the next time you hear a recording from me, you'll hear more about that. Guys, it's been great. That was amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks for playing. It has been a pleasure. Awesome. Dun, 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 dun. All right. The warm ocean breeze blows up and over a small ridge along the coastline. Gulls caw as they glide into the wind overhead, while a young halfling woman enjoys an afternoon scroll along the beach. Her curly blonde hair bounces as she takes heavy steps, rocking the toddler in her arms into a needful nap. She walks, humming a simple lullaby to the boy as he nods off finally. She smiles as he snoozes, his mouth opens slightly. She squeezes him tightly, kissing him affectionately on the forehead. Good boy. Now let's head back and see if we can't get something done today. Hmm? She turns, heading toward the narrow walking path over the dune and knoll that leads back to their little beach hamlet, taking her time as she goes. A sudden and strong gust of wind blows her hair up and around her face, and the boy stirs just a bit. She holds him tighter, lowering her head as she goes. The walking path leads right up into a beautiful garden of flowers and fruit trees, each full and ready to be picked. The path turns to simple stones as she approaches the back door. But as she reaches out for the handle, she stops, 
her eyes falling to a small parcel on the doorstep. Nervous, she quickly looks all around, half expecting someone to step out from behind the peach tree. When no one appears, she stoops down to the parcel and opens it carefully, her hands trembling. She can't explain why, but she is suddenly very afraid of whatever awaits inside the simple brown paper. Folding the edges outward, the parcel opens to reveal ten flat, unmarked solid bars of pure gold. Her jaw drops, and her breath catches in her chest. She looks around again in shock, searching for someone, anyone who might have left this. She swiftly kneels to the ground, cradling the child tightly in one arm as she spreads the gold out in the stone walkway with the other. Tears well up in her eyes as she realizes what this means. He did it. Hadrian did it. He, he got the gold. Now we can, we can pay for the components. We, we can cure him. She holds her son tightly as her tears of joy flow freely. From the folded corner of the parcel paper, she then spots a black scribble. She turns it over quickly. Surely it was a note from her husband. Why leave the package like this in such a strange way? Why not bring it to her himself? Her hand trembles furiously as she turns the paper over, where she reads these few simple words. Dear Mrs. Maywood, I regret to inform you that your husband and his brother both tragically passed due to unforeseen complications during their journey. This gold is yours. It should cover the expenses of your son's treatment and more. Take it. Use it. More shall come. Please accept our sincerest condolences. The paper drops from her grip and a heavy sob escapes her lips. The child stirs, pulling his arm free from his blanket. As his arm falls out, his pale mint green skin shines in the light of the sun. She clutches him tighter to her chest as she swallows another sob, weeping silently over her son, her tears dripping down onto the gold bars like rain. From the shade of a large palm tree many yards away, he watches her silently. His cloak is pulled tightly over his head and about his body. His face is mostly obscured by its shadow. As she kneels down on the doorstep, he shifts uncomfortably, tense. He should go to her. He should face her, explain himself, face what he did. The gust blows strongly, pulling the dark hood up just enough to reveal a gnarled scar across his face, running from his eye to the corner of his lip, which is pulled up in a permanent snarl. The wound is mostly healed, but still red in its freshness. He pulls the hood down again over his eyes, lowering his gaze. It's better this way, he says, turning to walk up and over the hills, away into the wilderness. Goodbye, Hadrian. Goodbye, Gloria. Goodbye, Miles. Miles.